Hi, and welcome back to the Killer Sports Pick Podcast. Today, we're going to do our special podcast. It's for uh, fantasy football players. I have the best co host in the business. Ground Jordan. Ground What's Jordan, up, you're the best. <laughs> I'm doing well. So, we had a little technical difficulties with our other recording. If anybody went to download it, uh, Apple stitches and everybody took it off so i'm sorry about that but we're gonna come back with an even better podcast today yeah so we know quite a bit about fantasy sports and sports in general but i think we overestimate overestimated our uh computer and internet skills <laughs> I or the russians hacked us that's the second possible i think it was the scenario. russians we gotta blame the russians so, so this is our uh nfl players podcast so this goes hand in hand with our draft strategy podcast which was so, a hit yeah it was great and then this is the show where you're going to get specific players to target in two categories we're going to give you our top five in uh in different positions and then we're going to give you sleepers and undervalued players um, from each of those categories as well. So we're basing our choice of players on standard scoring. So no PPR, no half PPR, where, whereas that would affect your running backs and especially your wide receivers. The positions we're assuming for the draft are quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, tight end, a flex, defense, and kicker. We won't cover kickers because uh, who cares? <laughs> Good job. Even FanDuel took the kicker position off of the uh, slate. Did you see that? Of the roster spots? I saw that, but I am disappointed that they sent out an email to everyone saying that they're going to put Adrian Peterson in there because I thought for week one I could sneak him in there for cheap into my running back spot, and now he's on everyone's radar. I know I was the other day I was looking because I drafted him and I was looking to get him there because he's going to terrorize the league this year and I couldn't find him. But before we move forward, I want everyone to know that this podcast is brought to you by Gray Gear. Play forever. Find your play forever. And Jordan, I have uh, some flat brim Gray Gear play forever hats for you. Really? Yeah, I got them today. I appreciate that. I'm looking and I got you another blanket. Really? Yeah. So I'm covered. I think I'll. Well, I'm going to turn this one into a cape, and I'm going to wear it while I wear the hat. <laughs> Captain Ground Jordan to the rescue. So people can visit our website, killasportpicks.com, and that'll have a list of players on there as well. All right, so let's hop into this. Who's your top five quarterbacks? My top five quarterbacks in order this year. Number one, Aaron Rodgers. Number two, Tom Brady. Number three, Deshaun Watson. Number four, Russell Wilson. And number five, Cam Newton. Okay, we're not that far off. I have Rodgers, Brady, Wilson, Breeze, and Watson. I know it's similar, like, like uh, Watson, great pick. I know he had a short outing last year, season-wise. This guy is really talented. He did it at Clemson. He's gonna, he's gonna have a great season. 
So in his six weeks that he played last year, he was averaging over 30 fantasy points per game. Wow. So he was absolutely killing it as long as he stays healthy, which he looks healthy right now in the preseason. Um, he he may have the highest ceiling out of any quarterback. I know we differed in uh, Cam Newton and Drew Brees, but honestly, if I had a six, it would have been Drew Brees. I mean, I was debating between those two for my final five spot. I agree. I uh, I had a conversation with a couple of guys today, and I was you know telling them about our podcast and. One thing they didn't agree with our top five or our sleeper undervalue, mine per se, was I didn't have Garoppolo. I'm just not sold on him yet. Mm. I just believe he was in a good system, and he made noise with that. And I know last year, the 49ers, at the end of the season, you know, they started making noise. But with that, a lot of teams were, like, resting guys for the playoffs, and they were winning games. I'm just not... I know they beat Jacksonville, and I'm not sold on them. All right. Um, with with Drew Brees, the reason I took him out of my five, put him in, in my six, even though I don't have a six, is I feel like they may come in with a with a little bit more of a run heavy approach this year. Um, Cam Newton, I I think they have O line issues this year. And I think he's gonna have to, he's gonna have to throw. And I think they they might be playing from behind a little bit. Yeah, I, I like the reason why I put Drew, Drew Brees at four. Like one of my biggest guys I had last year on my fantasy football team. I wouldn't say one of the biggest, but he was a good guy. You know, consistent with points was Cameron Meredith, and I saw that they brought him in. They also drafted. Uh, Traquan Smith, you know, a deep threat. And I just, I don't know, they're good offense. He's a, you know, he's a competitor. And I don't know. I know his numbers dropped off a little last year. I just, you know, I think he's still a top five. And I believe he's going to have a, a a good year. All right. So moving on to my sleeper slash undervalued at quarterback. Okay. At, at number one, I have Patrick Mahomes from KC. Number two, Jimmy Garoppolo. Number three, Philip Rivers. Number four, Alex Smith. And number five, Baker Mayfield. Nice. I have Cam Newton, Mahomes, Keenum, Luck, and Cousins. Nice. I think uh, I think Luck is going to drop in the draft this year just because he hasn't he's been hurt for you know what like a season and a half or something now yeah but he you know he he had a good uh preseason game the other day he's still a competitor i don't know well i know that's why that's why i think he's a good undervalued pick is i think he's gonna slide all the way to like round seven or round eight but i think you're gonna get that floor of 18 to 20 points a week from him with his ceiling, you know, it, it's all, it always has been in the mid thirties. So I think that's a, a guy you could try to get in like round seven or round eight and, and save those higher rounds for, for really quality picks and other positions. I agree. I think that, um, you know, Philip rivers, he's like a, 
he's like your standard, you know, sixth round, maybe seventh round quarterback that's going to give you like 20 a week. Um, so if somebody's looking to target a quarterback in that round, he's kind of like the safest undervalued quarterback there. Yes, and he is, and I, I had a quick note I had to jot it down, was so in my draft that I had the other day, Rodgers went, you know, it was a snake draft. Rodgers went first in the second round. Then Brady went, and then it was Rodgers, Brady, and then Watson went. And it was, we talked about it in our draft strategy. Stick with your strategy. Don't go with the wave of everybody else's going. And I think it did something where everybody just started scrambling for quarterbacks. But there's plenty out there, you know. Like Mahomes, like I know a lot of people don't want to take a chance on him, but that happened. With, I remember Cam Newton and RG three. No one wanted to take a, a chance on him. Then wave up wire week week two, both of their uh, seasons, people were trying to get him. But um, there's plenty of quarterbacks out there. Don't scramble in the second round. And oh, I don't get you know Rodgers or Brady, and you know like people forget Russell Wilson was the number two uh, quarterback fantasy wise uh last year so he was and i got him in the sixth round exactly that's what i did too so there's no need to worry and fret so do you want to move to running backs sounds good so my running back order is number one todd Gurley, number two Le'Veon bell number three ezekiel elliott number four kareem hunt and number five alvin kamara good one so I have Gurley, Kamara, Cook, Barkley, and Bell. So one thing um, I noticed where we're a little bit con- contrarian to... Um, I love that word, too. You, you do? Yeah. That's why I said it, just for you. <laughs> uh, we're a little bit you know, different from a lot of these websites you'll see out there is we dropped David Johnson out of our top five. Agreed. So most drafts that I, the mock drafts that I've done and most of the websites that I look at, he's three or four, right? Isn't that mm-hmm. where you see him? So yeah, I think he's, I think he's six or seven, but I, I think that there's people who are safer options than him, which sounds weird, but they have a new coach there in Arizona now. They have a new quarterback. They got a lot of new pieces there. Plus, he's coming off an injury. I don't know. It's not certain that he's going to get the same workload that he got before. And and me and you talked about this offline, and I agree with you. And it's, you know, some coaches bring style and bring plays with them. And I don't know. I just you got to worry about. You know, him him being hurt. You know, I know what the new head coach is, Steve Wilkes. You got to worry about, you know, he took a really a tough injury last year, and he was out. Is he 100% this year? The other thing is, so the last two years, I think he had over 300 touches, right, mm-hmm. in each of the last two years. So if Arizona wants to avoid injuring him further, they may limit the amount of touches that he gets. They may not push him over that 300 mark this year, which is going to be a drop-off in those fantasy points. Yes. 
We're not saying don't draft David Johnson. What what I think we're saying is there's five, six, maybe seven better options at running back. Agree. You want to move on? Sounds good. So my sleeper slash undervalued at running back are one, Alex Collins from Baltimore, two, Kenyon Drake from Miami, three, Joe Mixon from Cincinnati, four, Jarek McKinnon, as long as he's healthy, from San Fran, (laughs) and five, Jamal Williams from Green Bay. Good pick. My one is Peterson, two's uh, Rashad Penny, three is Carlos Hyde, four Hill with the Patriots, and I'm going with the Rolls Royce with five is Freeman. My one, I'm I'm hype. I I don't know. I I just think Peterson's gonna have a Hall of Fame season this year. I know, you know, he got into some trouble and you know he ran into some problems, but I just think this guy's gonna have a huge year. So between our two sleeper undervalued lists, there are probably five to six running backs that are going to be there in round three. So that's where this gets important. You know, obviously our one through fives, they're going to go in the first round. So you paying attention to these sleeper undervalues when you're looking for who do I pick up in the second round or who do I pick up in the third round? If your whole draft, if everybody went running back in the first round and the second round, that's where it's important to look for value in the late second and and through the third round at running back. Agree. But more to hop on Peterson, I I saw what Washington running backs have done. You know, you had Chris Thompson and you know, um the guys that have done had success in Washington aren't a fraction of what Peterson is. And I just think I think he's gonna blow it up. And you're right. Don't scramble. And, you know, once I think the thing is the the big names, people get caught up in the big names like the girlies, which is good. The bells, you know, there's guys out there that are going to do well. Like last year, people weren't hooked on Gurley because he had a bad freshman season. I grabbed Gurley in like the fourth round, fourth, fifth round. I couldn't believe it was still available, you know. So do your study and well, listen to us and, you know. Our sleeper undervalued guys are still going to do well. So, one other thing is if you're if you're high on a rookie quarterback that's coming, or I'm sorry, not quarterback. If you're high on like we'll say Saquon Barkley, right? You're really big on him. Make sure your other running back that you get is someone that you can count on. You don't want to swing for the fences completely in a position. Yeah, because so years ago I burned myself with this in drafting. Uh, rookie wide receivers because I knew that that I'd be able to get them later in the draft. And so I kind of went all in and they didn't produce the way I, the way they were supposed to produce their rookie year. They ended up going on to be good wide receivers, but not in their rookie year. They weren't. Mm -hmm. So don't sell out completely at, at the running back position or, or any position, really, I would go, if you're going to go Saquon Barkley, get a get a sure thing for your other running back. True. I went Barkley, Ajay, Peterson, and uh, I, I don't know. And I have Carlos Hyde, and I feel really good about it. So let's move on to wide receivers. What's yours, uh, Ground Jordan, your top five? All right, top five. 
Number one is completely obvious, and he should have his own category. <laughs> it's Antonio Brown. He should just be one, and then you start a second list for the other guys. <laughs> My number two is probably going to be semi-controversial. It's Devontae Adams, and I'm willing to defend that. I'm not number three, you, bro. DeAndre Hopkins. D-hop. Number four, Mike Evans. And number five, Odell. Good. Odell just signed a big contract today, too, so that's a good pick. I'm going with uh, Antonio Brown, Michael Thomas, D-Hop. I'm going with Keenan Allen and Juice from Cleveland, Landry. I, I, I love Landry. I think that's the only guy I would have to defend in his top five, maybe him and Keenan Allen. But for the side of Juice, I, I just – I wasn't on the Cleveland gravy train earlier, but I'm hopping on it. And I think they're going to have a ton in store for Landry, and he's going to have a remarkable season this year. And I picked him up late, too. My uh, So if I had a six, I think I'd put Landry there. Um, so I, it's not that I disagree with you. I just I have him a little, barely lower. The only one that I would like to caution people on is – Keenan Allen in non PPR. So he catches a ton of passes. You know, he catches eight, nine, ten some games, which makes his PPR points huge. So when you look at him on any kind of ranking system that's half PPR, full PPR, he's way at the top. In non PPR, he slides quite a bit because he he's more of a of a possession receiver. I agree. Um but even at standard he still um, he still produces quite a lot of points, and and I think he'll be more of a red zone target this year than he has been the last two years. We'll see. What's um, your second group? Okay, so my sleeper slash undervalued at wide receiver, I have number one, Marvin Jones, number two, Will Fuller, number three, Robert Woods, number four, Robbie Anderson. And number five, Mike Williams. That's a good group. Good group. I have Patterson, Hill, Cook, Stills, Galladay. And if I had a six, I would use Calvin Ridley with Atlanta. Uh, I just think this rookie's going to come on. He's a, you know, he played well at Alabama. I think this rookie's going to come on a scene, and we're not going to hear much of uh, J- uh, JJ, you know, another Alabama uh, alum. But I, I, I don't know. I'm just not a Julius Julio Jones fan. I'm just, I have been in the past, and you get disappointed every every week. So, so last year Julio Jones actually had a ton of down weeks where he had you know single digit points, um, and he had says his boom weeks, but he had more bust weeks than than I think people were used to seeing. Uh, or than any of us have been used to seeing in the past years. So, you know, he's but obviously a aging a little his, bit. Sorry. Sorry to talk over you. I think a lot of his receptions are going to go to Ridley this year. I think, you know, he's getting older, and, and uh, I don't know. He just doesn't, like you said, he had so many single-digit weeks last year, and he's not fully running his routes. He's being double, triple covered, you know, and they're going to they're gonna, – Go to this rookie. Yeah, I really like him. Um, with um, Detroit's situation, 
They traded away Ebron, who ate up a lot of targets. Good um, tight end, by the way. Yeah, he, he's good. He's done good in the preseason so far. He ate up a ton of red zone targets in Detroit, and and those now have to be split up between Tate, uh, Jones, and Galladay. So, basically, if at any point this season Tate, Jones, or Galladay get injured, the other two become incredibly valuable. Uh, yeah, totally e- even on their own, I think that they hold a lot of value. I like Detroit receivers because of how pass heavy Detroit is. So I think Galladay is, a, is an awesome pick there. Good, good job. Uh, Robbie Anderson, he had a great year last year. It's very quietly quiet he had a guy. Great yeah. Year. Um, and they have a new quarterback situation, you know, in the in the Jets organization. So. I think that's only going to help Robbie Anderson. This so, do year. you think? I know we already talked about the quarterbacks. Do you think it should be Bridgewater over Donald? Yeah. So, I always, I always felt bad for Bridgewater. I feel like he never got his fair shake, or he never got his fair shot because he was kind of injury plagued. But when he was healthy, when he first got in, I really liked Bridgewater. But yeah, he's a, it, he's he, a really good guy. He may. He may have missed his train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, you know, but you know what? With the market you have in New York, if once if you're not doing a job, the newspapers, the fans, they're going to let the coach know and they're going to pressure you to all right, if Donald's not doing it, you know, they're going to be yelling Bridgewater, you know, so either raw, you know, we'll get the we're we'll get the right guy in in New York, so it's true. New York fans are the most impatient fans. Do you in the know world. any Jets fans? Uh, I know a few, <laughs> and they're not the most patient people. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> so, what do you think about the tight ends? All right. So the tight end field's a little tight, uh, but at one, no I pun got uh, <laughs> Rob Gronkowski. I don't know if you ever heard of him. No, I never did. Number two, Travis Kelsey. Number three, Jimmy Graham. He is with Green Bay now, in case yeah. anybody doesn't follow NFL news. <laughs> and number four, Zach Ertz. And number five, Greg Olson. What hurt? Zach does. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I have Gronk, Kelsey, Walker, Ingram, and Olson. Do you know anybody named Olson? <laughs> Never heard of him. There you go. What's uh, your second group? So my sleeper undervalued. I have Delaney Walker. I think he's incredibly consistent. Number two, Kyle Rudolph. Number three, Evan Ingram. Number four, Jordan Reed. And number five, Trey Burton from Chicago. Oh, you're on all cylinders today. So I have Ibram Gaysick from Miami to Ricky from Penn State. I have Austin Hooper, and I'll talk about that in a second. I have Everett and Njoku. I was thinking about this, and I had Hooper, and I was thinking, no one's talking about Tyler Eifert, who I know he got injured. He is a great tight end. So I'm thinking about taking out my number three of Hooper, and I'm putting an Eifert. I don't mind that as uh, as long as Tyler Eifert stays healthy. What did I say, um, Efer or Eifert? You said Efer, I say Eifert. Yeah. But 
you say tomato and I say tomato, so who knows? I've never heard that. Really? I just came up with it. <laughs> You're so, a funny guy. I really like the Njoku pick, and I'm like kind of mad at myself for not somehow finding a way to include him in these 10 players. Uh, I think that I think that kid is phenomenal, and I think he's going to do great things this year. Yes. I, I think that Cleveland is – I think obviously, I think they're going to win more games this year than they did last year. However, I think they're still going to be playing from behind a lot which is going to force them to throw the football. And they're, but they're going to have a lot of targets, you know. Uh, Josh Gordon's coming back, Landry. And then Good I point. think the number three is going to be Njoku. But, um, but I'm Good excited point. to watch them there watch them air it out this year. What are you saying on defenses? So, I know we talked about this. Honestly, for me, the hardest thing to come up with was to rank five defenses because so much, so many pieces change, you know. Uh, in between seasons, coaches change, players change, people are drafted. So this is actually what I spent the most time on. So at number one, I have Jacksonville. At number two, I have the Rams. At number three, Baltimore. Number four, I have Denver. And number five, I have the Vikings. That's a good list. I really like that. And uh, the defense, they also it depends. You think about a lot of leagues. I'm in one league where defense starts with zero. Then the other defense, you know, starts with fifth, uh, 10. And I was at one where they started with 16. Are you reading your text? No. Come on, you're at a, work, man. Did I get a text? <laughs> yeah. So I have the Rams, Jacksonville, Chargers, Ravens, and Vikings. Out of the list, I think the top two speak for themselves, but... The Chargers, I think people forget that they were ranked, they were the third uh, top fantasy defense. You know, you have Bosa coming off the edge, and I think, you know, they fell off a little towards the end, but these guys are pretty good. I really, really, I don't know, I really like the Chargers pick. I actually picked them up in my uh, one of my drafts, you know. You got Bosa, Melvin Ingram, and I think these guys are going to do well again. So the Chargers can put up a ton of points. And so they remind me of, let's see, it was like the Giants a couple years ago and Philly a couple years ago. Very opportunistic defenses that will kind of, you know, create fumbles and create turnovers and very explosive in that they can turn those turnovers, you know, into a pick six or into a fumble recovery touchdown. Um, or they're returning punts, you know, yes. all the way. So with with those teams, they're kind of a boom or bust because they're still going to get scored on, but they're going to mm-hmm. go for the interceptions. You know what I'm saying? They're going exactly. to they're going to try to turn the ball over and turn that into points. So you're either gonna you're either going to be low or you're going to be really high. Whereas a team like the Vikings, um, they're more of a team that just doesn't get scored on. You know, they, yeah. they get to the quarterback and they don't get scored on. And that's how they put up, you know, pretty good numbers as a defense. I agree. So I know we did our last slot with the defense. If you had two guys to add that you didn't mention in any position, I know a couple of times you mentioned six position, who would they be? Two guys to add. So 
let me think. At at wide receiver, I would have to say that people shouldn't shy away from Josh Gordon. You know, I think that like he may not start week one or he may miss a week here and there. But when this guy's on the field, and which hasn't been a lot, it's like four of the last 48 games or something like that. Mm-hmm. When he's on the field, I think he is one of the best wide receivers in the game. Like he could give Antonio Brown a run for his money if he could just stay on the field. Good. So I didn't mention him, but if you can get him in somewhere, I, I think he's going to go high in drafts. All right. If I had to do two, I would get Austin Eaglier running back with Chargers. I love this guy. They use him for a third down back. They use him on a goal line. He can catch. He can block. He can get out. He can do a lot of damage to some defenses. And I would I would sneak in D.D. Westbrook. Recently, Marquise Lee went down, and I just think that's going to open the door for D.D. Westbrook. Um, another guy who I think he is going to drop in the drafts quite a bit is Chris Carson. Now the Seattle running back seems to be fluctuating yes. recently. Yep. Like, you know, they can't decide who, cause you got people, you got injuries and you got a new, new people taking over the, yeah, the one spot. Penny in. Right, but at this point, I think it looks like Chris Car- Carson is that number one. So he's another uh, guy at running back spot that he'll probably be there in you know round four, round five, and he may end up being Seattle's number one running back for the season. Yeah. And you know what, too? That, that killed him last year. They was using a wide receiver, J.D. McKessick, at running back. They didn't have anybody. And I don't understand that, like, you know, you have so many college plays, and then you don't talk. Yeah, they moved the wide receiver to running back. I don't know. But I think that was one of their major holes, Seattle's major holes last year, was they didn't have that guy with, you know, like when they uh, had Lynch, you had to key on the run, and it opened up for Wilson in their passing game. And I think that's one part that they suffered last year. And now, you know, Rashad Penny's a good back, so... Chris Carson, Rashad Penny, I don't know. I, I'm with you. Maybe that's one element they need. Yeah, I mean, if Rashad Penny's healthy, he's probably going to be the guy. Um, but, you know, with injuries, it's something to keep an eye on there. Definitely. So, what do you say, Ground Jordan? Uh, follow us on Twitter, at Pick, And thank you, everyone, for listening. And, uh, you know, let us know how you guys do in your drafts. Uh, where you where you ended up with your picks and or let us know you know any mistakes that Killa had on his on his <laughs> draft picks definitely and I want to thank you Ground Jordan we've been getting a lot of po- positive feedback with your strategies and what you think how you how you play and I, it's it's going to be a a good season I don't like to use the word long season it's going to be a good season and guys we're going to be out there every week we're going to be doing the research for you. So stay tuned, listen, go to the website, and we'll get you at the top of your leagues. We promise. One more thing. Sorry before we go. If you haven't listened to the draft strategy, so that's like Kill a Sports oh, Pick podcast special number two, I believe. 
Yes, uh, I think it was last Sunday, so it was about eight days ago. So if you run these podcasts hand in hand, if you haven't listened to that other one, please go back, download that one, and combine these two before you enter your draft. You won't be sorry. Trust me. So thanks a lot, and we'll catch up with you this week. We're out of here. Peace. Peace.